My name is Pavel Plotitsen. I'm not actually belong to any organization. The project we are going to talk today, Air Quality Monitoring Network, it's, I would say, my hobby project, which I developed myself in my free time. It was a project developed from the scratch, from the idea that I want to know what's happening outside, I mean, the air quality, and um, if it's safe to open windows in my flat. I have found a technical solution for that and did it for myself only, just one station. And it was in 2017, in the beginning of 2017. And uh, after that, a couple of my friends wanted to do the same, wanted uh, the same device from me. And uh, I realized that I can do it not for myself, but for broader audience. And uh, for me, it was a kind of uh, fun project uh, to let people know what's happening. Uh, and uh, it was quite easy to open a website. And it started like that. Can you tell us how many sensors in, in each city and how many cities are you in also? Um, I'm covering six or seven cities already. And the total number of sensors, active sensors working right now is over 35, I would say. But it changes slightly uh, because it all depends on people if uh, because sensors installed in people's houses and uh, outside of people's houses and apartments so they depend on the um, electricity and internet connection some of them uh, and sometimes if if people have wi-fi problems so sensor is not available but uh, uh, the majority of sensors work in 24 hours a day because people are really interested to know what's happening so they keep an eye on it very interesting website i didn't know that you weren't part of any organization the fact that you yeah, said this, this is up. this is solely my project it, it's funded by myself uh and the majority of sensors were built um, and given to people free of charge um just like you know, because I can't do it, it, it was a part of, it was the idea of my, like, you know, like a, a kind of social responsibility. If I can do it, I know how to do it. And, and I can afford to build sensors from my own salary. Uh, I thought that it's a good thing to do, uh, to let people know. Currently, I'm building slightly different sensors, more technically advanced. They have uh, two sensing models. Instead of one, it has temperature and has GSM um, uh, shield inside. So they are more expensive. Those are sold now um, for the, you know, for the price of materials, I think. So it's uh, no any margin, but uh, people are ready to buy because they really want to know. And they feel that they are supporting the project because once someone purchasing sensors and placing it in some area, it means that many people living in that area have an access to the current and real-time information about their quality. So it's a kind of crowd sourcing now, starting from this year. What kind of uh, response have you had from the community with this project? Uh, people are really interested. Uh, the majority of people didn't even uh, realize how bad uh, air quality it is because uh, unless you see the wider panorama or you're living somewhere higher, closer to the mountains, where you can see the whole city, 
and you can see the smoke. If you are living somewhere in, in the middle of a city on the lower floors, you don't see it, you can just smell it, but you don't realize how bad air pollution actually is, especially in the winter time. So for me, it was a kind of educating project and I, I feel like thousands of people more interested uh, in that and they are concerned about the air quality and the health impacts uh, they get because throughout the winter time, starting from October till the late April, air quality is really bad. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, many people concerned. I see that a lot of talks have started since that. Uh, so, because now people have a uh, uh, convenient access to this information and they can check every time themselves. So, yeah, I see that discussions are rising. Interest is rising and because everyone understands that the health is something you cannot, you cannot buy. The sensors on the website, are they checking PM 2.5 levels? Yeah, they, they, they capture in three actually, three sizes of PM, PM1, PM 2.5 and PM 10. But I choose PM 2.5 to be displayed as it is much more studied, I would say, pollutants. And we have a lot of um, proofs that health impact is uh, significant from it. And uh, we have it regulated in uh, WHO papers and in the local regulations. Uh, we know the maximum um, uh, level and uh, we can compare it to the current levels, yes. And then it's relatively easy to capture and it is uh, considered to be one of the most important and the most dangerous pollutants in the world. So, yeah, that's why I choose that one. This might be a difficult question, but black smog, does it directly relate to the 2.5 levels? Uh, it's, it's, it's hard to say, actually. But um, if you compare the, uh, the numbers on the website, the, the picture of what you see, you see very good correlation. So I think, yes, uh, the majority of what is inside of that smoke is PM 2.5. Of course, with addition of gases like nitrogen dioxide, sulfur dioxide, etc. But uh, I think uh, because uh, the nature of smoke in Almaty is uh, that it's coming mostly from the uh, fossil fuel, from coal burning during the winter time. So in the summertime, situation is much, much better. So yes, I, I connect it directly to PM 2.5, actually. What do you think are, are the main causes of the 2.5 levels in Almaty? Uh, it's, a, it's a very, very highly debated question, actually, in, yes. in, uh, in um, population, in the people of Almaty. And this is very interesting how people are divided by the um, believing what is the main source. So this is actually the main question. 90% of discussions comes down to what is the main source. Uh, from my perspective, I think that there are no, there is no such a thing as a main source of pollution in Almaty. There are several uh, relatively similar uh, sources. Uh, one of them is uh, power plants, which use a huge amount of coal very poor quality coal for heating and um, generating for electricity. Uh, uh, heating mostly in the winter time and uh, hot water and electricity throughout the year. 
there is second uh, source is uh, private households uh, which still use coal and wood and like you know rubber and whatever dust you can think of uh, to heat themselves and to uh, heat their sauna like you know banya we call it banya uh, and um, they burn um, dust on their uh, 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 gardens as well and the third one is of course uh, uh, transport because uh, fuel uh, quality is very poor we have a huge amount i don't remember exactly but it on my mind it's like almost a half of all cars are older than 15 years so it's quite old cars and not all of them are well maintained so they generate a lot of uh, pollution as well but the main source uh, from my perspective is uh, the burning of coal and other um, uh, hard fuel for heating purposes mostly mm -hmm. when we started this COVID-19 quarantine I mean we all noticed that uh, we had a lot less traffic going did we have any interesting data coming from you during this time uh, actually yes the, the, there is even we had one real scientific research uh, real scientists captured um, uh, uh, I don't know how to properly say it in English flying organic pollutants uh, um, uh -huh. you know like like benzol tolol and stuff like that uh, and they they um, measured exact levels so they did it in February they did it in the beginning of April and they did it in the first days of May and they also took the data from my sensors so they have we have um, very uh, um, very deep scientific research which was already reviewed and published in the, in the significant uh, scientific um, uh, media uh, and yes they compared what we had um, in uh, a year ago in the same period of time and uh, what we were having now so uh, for pm 2.5 levels they were 25 uh, to 30 percent less than like you know the yearly average uh, in the in these periods of time but for the organic pollutants, uh, the levels were more or less the same. So from their perspective, it's proven that the majority of pollutants uh, coming from the uh, heating, from the power plants and the households using coal for, for, coal, coal for heating, uh, not from cars. Because yes, traffic uh, have almost stopped during the first period of uh, COVID quarantine, uh, but it didn't clean the air completely i did a lot of uh, publication on that because i was like literally every day checking what what are the numbers and they were more or less the same like it was a year ago in this period of time where we were no quarantine and traffic was very significant so traffic impact is existing uh, but it's not the the main i would say source of the pollution for these these coal plants are there some official measuring going on inside of the actual plants to see how much pollution is coming out of them 
No, I haven't seen any. It's quite closed information. Uh, it's not so widely distributed. I, I didn't see any, any, I would say, trustworthy uh, data on the real level of the pollution coming out of stack. They have some regulatory numbers which we provide to officials, but I doubt they close to reality at all. Because um, uh, these power plants, they have to pay if for what we for what we emit. So it's their interest to pay less. So they claim they are emitting much less than in reality. Because you should consider that they are burning coal, which has the ash level from 39 to 42 percent. So from every ton of coal, they have. 400 kilos of ash coming out so you can imagine wow. how many how many how, how high the level of pollution coming out of the stack because like it's very dirty coal very yeah. inefficient and the power plants they were built like like in 1970s and in like 60 years ago in soviet times so the technology is not advanced at all so and the, and the, they officially consider that uh, more than 80% of nitrogen dioxide are is not captured by their filters and over 15% of pm 2.5 also are coming through the filters so considering how 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 few of pm 2.5 particles we need to to pollute all the air in the city I think it's like, you know, it's huge number of pollution coming out of stack. Mm -hmm. Do you know if the government has made any steps to improve the PM 2.5 levels? Uh, not so far. I I am um, uh, working on this project for three years already. Uh, and I don't see any improvement uh, uh, so far in the PM 2.5 levels. It's more or less the same. We have yearly average somewhere between 54 and 57 microgram uh, per cubic meter while WHO states uh, the maximum uh, healthy level is 10 so we are almost six times uh, higher and especially in winter time because in winter we uh, can experience the levels up to 300 400 micrograms while it's only allowed to have 25 uh, in the daily average. So um, numbers are more or less the same. They're not getting worse, but they're not getting better. And um, I don't see any strategic approach to, like, you know, to, to develop any program and to implement some steps uh, to clean the air. Not so far. Have you ever been contacted by any sort of authority, anyone connected to the government or mayor? Uh, actually, this is interesting. I have very good connection, very good um, uh, relations um, now started with Kaz Gidramet. This is an official, uh, official agency responsible for measuring the pollutants in the air, water, soil, etc. Uh, okay. uh, it started. It started started badly because in like 2018 they made the police claim for me, and I had some discussions with police uh, about what I'm doing and why I'm doing that. Uh, 
but currently new new uh, management of Kazgidramet is much more like you know uh, having more common sense and there I, I feel that they are really willing to cooperate we are working now on the uh, inclusion of 10 that data from 10 Almaty sensors to their resources to their website and their mobile application so I hope it will be done in the following month so in, in if it will be done, uh, then people can get this information in the official Kazgidramet uh, resources, and it will be included in their bulletin, which we issue every month about air quality. And I think this is also important step for us uh, to see that the officials start to recognize some volunteer projects if everything is done properly. And maybe this data, once it's accumulated in the official uh, in, in the official databases, will influence uh, the decisions made um, um, sometime in the future. Yeah, but this is actually the only good example of uh, what's happening with um, any government structure so far, mm -hmm. because uh, as for others, uh, they pretend that this topic doesn't exist mm -hmm. because for them um, like you know if they accept it and they recognize that this is happening next step is that they have to do something about that and uh, it's not like you know not not an easy task i think that not so many uh, government officials want to undertake and do something about that have you seen any other solutions, maybe in other cities in the world, that you think could be adopted here? Yeah, it's it's obvious. We should we should um, uh, completely ban uh, the burning of coal or any other hard fuel, uh, of the solid fuel, uh, in the city because Almaty is surrounded by mountains uh, and it it has natural atmospheric condition which which prevent polluted air to, to like, you know, to dissolve. Uh, so we should stop using coal. We should, in, on the power plants and also in households. Uh, and of course we should use uh, cleaner uh, fuel and uh, have a better control on the um, uh, technical uh, conditions of cars. This, I think this, this simple, these three simple steps could uh, make our air significantly cleaner in let's say in a perfect world uh what would be the solution what would be the re replacement of coal uh you know considering uh, our economic situation i think for us for kazakhstan uh the fast and quite efficient uh, step would be to shift power plants to gas natural gas because kazakhstan have a lot of natural gas resources uh you know where oil and gas um, country, and and there are solutions. Actually, they are discussed now um, uh, to shift one of the power plants to gas. But uh, con considering what I see in press, it will take from four to five years. But for us, it could significantly reduce PM 2.5 and nitrogen dioxide and sulfur dioxide levels in the air. Uh, just because uh, it doesn't generate any ash and uh, much lower levels of gases. And uh, it's quite relatively cheap 
as compared to the, I don't know, solar or wind power. And then for Almaty, that would be the perfect solution, actually, to use it for power plants and to, to uh, you know, to cover 100% of households with the gas pipes. With the cities that you cover, like Bishkek and Almaty, uh, how do these cities rank in, in terms of uh, world capitals? Uh, you know, it's very hard to compare. This is another funny story that uh, Kazakhstan and uh, Kyrgyzstan is slightly better, but Kazakhstan almost doesn't present on the worldwide uh, resources getting the air quality information. So it's almost like, you know, blank uh, map. They're in Kogita with a couple of sensors only. U.S. Embassy, which has one in Almaty and one in Astana. They, um, uh, push this data to the um, uh, international uh, websites with air quality and making ranks. Uh, I'm working now with a couple of uh, sites to take my data and put our cities in the rank as well. So it's it's actually hard to compare, but I think that Almaty and Bishkek, they are in the list of maybe, I don't know, a hundred of the most polluted cities in the world. Just because the situation in Almaty and Bishkek are almost uh, is is almost the same, it's uh, the city is surrounded by mountains, and using a lot of coal for heating and electricity generation. So yes, we are very polluted uh, cities. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, this is uh, we've gone through all of my questions. Uh, I, I I have a feeling you're like an open book. I think you have a lot of interesting things to say. Is there is there anything that you want to share that that we didn't cover? In this. Um, not really, actually. I, I, I really appreciate what, what is also lacking is the interest to the air quality in Kazakhstan from the, like, you know, international researchers and the international media. That's why I'm so, like, willing to, 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 you know, to open all the information I have to you. Like, you know, in Almaty, this is interesting that it's, it's also medical statistics that more than a half of all the population in Almaty they suffer from allergic uh, issues, and mm-hmm. Almaty is the um, the most uh, dangerous <laughs> city in terms of lung diseases in Kazakhstan. And I saw some international research where. Uh, Almaty was compared to some of the Russian cities, also industrial cities, and Almaty was leading as well. So in every family, you can imagine, in every family, literally in every family, we have uh, people which suffer from uh, from uh, very significant uh, breathing allergies. So every uh, spring or every winter, a lot of people cannot uh, really breathe just because they are uh, like you know, uh, exposed to the polluted um, air during uh, almost a half of a year, so uh, their uh, health is uh, significantly impacted. I myself has the same issue. My wife is sacrificing as well, and my middle son ha- has the same issues. While he's on the six, you can imagine. So for us, it's not a question of like you know of interest, or it's not a question of the project I would like to do. It's actually a question of uh, the health and the question of survival. 
uh, because it's well known that air pollution is uh, the most dangerous thing. Dangerous thing. Uh, air pollution is killing more than all wars and heart attacks and uh, like insults uh, in the world. So for us, for Almaty, uh, it's the like the issue, the question number one. That's why we need your voices as well. And we, I also uh, greatly welcome all of the researchers coming and doing their studies. I, I'm ready to open all of my information. I have uh, technical ability to, to, to send this information to anyone. And if you check on the website, you can see that there is a file with all of the statistics I gathered for three years. So it's also open. And uh, I would really love to see uh, a lot of hype, a lot of discussions uh, around their quality in Almaty, because only uh, only that way we'll be able to change anything. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I want to thank you for, for your work. I mean, your website, it's known by all of my colleagues, all of my friends and family. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows how to check the levels because of you. So yeah, thank you for, for your work on this. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's still like, you know, it started as a personal and fun project, but now I feel that I, I cannot like stop it because I, I feel like, like thousands of people checking this website. I see the statistics of the visitors uh, on the website and I feel like, this is something important for them. So yes, and I really appreciate their interest as well because they are spreading this information and they start to ask questions. And mm -hmm. I think that it's not the like a war of one soldier. We need to have thousands of people knowing exactly what's going on and asking the government and other officials like Akimats. Um, what's happening and what is the strategy, what we are doing. And uh, only that way we will be able to change something. That's why having these thousands of people educated and knowing uh, about situation is very important. It's the most important thing because the website is just one small piece of that. And we need more researches, more information, and maybe uh, lawyers and other people who are prepared to work with this bureaucracy machine uh, to do that. So yes, we need more volunteers uh, for that. So that's why I'm so open and uh, ready to talk because I hope that people will unite sometime. Not like, you know, debating on the main source, but asking to clean all of the sources because you cannot have clean air without cleaning every single source of pollution. Mm -hmm. That's that's the big point. And well, I'm already 40 and I want to see clean air in Almaty uh, during my life. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that's, that's my plan. Well, Pavel, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Okay, take care. You too, bye.